0: Eagles Entertainment.
1: Welcome, Eagles everywhere, to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadero with you from the NovaCare Complex on a warm Thursday afternoon. Eagles getting ready for Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Once again, wash, rinse, repeat. Trip up the Jersey Turnpike on Saturday. Hotel room on Saturday night and then it's game day at MetLife Stadium. This time, it's the New York Jets. Last week, of course, the Eagles falling to the New York Giants 13-7, an oh-so-painful game. This week, the Eagles looking to get to 6-7 and seven in this 2021 regular season, and then it's the bye week, and then it's rest, and then it's recovery, and then it's roaring down the stretch for four NFC East games to finish out this regular season. So it's a big one against a team. The Jets, that is 3-8. New head coach, Robert Sala. New quarterback, Zach Wilson. Kind of the same old Jets. They haven't been very good this year, but they did come off a win on Sunday against the Houston Texans. And I'll note this again, the Eagles 11-0 all-time against the New York Jets. All right, in this Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group, we're going to go back to the 2019 NFL Draft. And in that draft, round number two, Eagles selecting with the 53rd pick overall running back from Penn State, Miles Sanders. And then, two picks later, the Eagles selecting wide receiver from Stanford University, J.J. Arthego Whiteside. Well, their careers have taken different paths since then, and we'll explore those journeys with both players. First, let's get some sound for you. Give you a sense of what's going on at the NovaCare Complex. Lots of injuries to consider. One of those injuries, of course, is quarterback Jalen Hurts, who suffered an ankle injury against the Giants. Um, He talked earlier in this week about his preparation, says he feels good, and says he certainly wants to bounce back after that tough game against the Giants.
2: Business as usual. My preparation for the Jets, same old thing. Um, the Giants game has been flushed. Um, we moved on. We have so much to learn, learn, learn from, from the game. I have so much um, I learned from the game. Um, you know, being patient, um, playing my position, being patient, uh, taking what they give me, and going out there and protecting the ball is something I've done. Um, done, done a fairly good job of majority of the year you know, to this point. Um, so, to have a game like that, it's a lot for me to learn from. and I'm excited to to um, have an opportunity to, to say back this week. I think the Sorry. most important thing when you go out there and play a game is, is just to, to have the right attention to detail, and that's that's what I've been talking about, um, and, you know, I, I think that's something that we lacked um, as an offense. something that I lacked um, in last week's game, so it's
1: something that I definitely want to do a better job of this week, um, regardless of the circumstances. Tight end Dallas Goddard just wasn't a big part of things last week, and that is something the Eagles would like to change. Goddard knows that he's not going to get the football all the time, um, and he's just going to help. All right, so here's Dallas Goddard, team guy. One thing you notice about this Eagles team, team comes first. Dallas Goddard talking about how many targets he had against the Giants and just kind of in general his approach to targets and big plays.
0: Well, obviously I would like to get 10 targets a game, like, you know, just like any other tight end in the league. But, you know, I think I make a big impact in the game in more ways than just catching the ball. Um, You know, I think we ran for 200 plus and, you know, if if we're doing that, we should be winning a lot of games. Um, But, you know, I'm going to do whatever
1: I can to help the team win and, you know, my number wasn't called in the passing game as much, so I did what I could in the run game. Interesting perspective here from center Jason Kelsey. He was asked on Wednesday about how do you balance developing young players now and kind of building for the future against winning in 2021? Here's what Kelsey had to say.
0: The reality is I think we're, you know, we're still you know, as bad as the season has gone to this point. You know, we went out, we can still make the playoffs and be competitive this year. And outside of this last game, I think, you know, we've been trending pretty good. So, you know, I'm, I think everybody here, um, I know everybody here is still focused on winning this year. Um, but this whole season, you know, I think, you know, you, you already knew coming into the season that this is a, you know, you're always trying to build the team and build towards the future. And, you know, I think the NFL especially is a business and an organization where, uh, You have to do both, Um, you know, unless you're in a very unique situation where you have a lot of older guys on their last legs. The win now model is a very odd model to take, I think, uh, in terms of like not worrying about the future, just spending all of your resources for one year. Um, You know, you can build for the future, but always the emphasis needs to be on winning football games. And um, I believe that we're doing that here for, for sure.
1: All right. Zach Wilson is the quarterback of the New York Jets. He is the focal point for the Eagles' defense this week. Number two overall selection in the spring out of BYU. Four touchdown passes, 10 interceptions. Gets hit a lot. Offensive line's been banged up. Jonathan Gannon, though, says the Eagles have all attention on Wilson and understand just how talented he is. Uh, I mean, he's got a live arm. And he's, he can move around in the pocket pretty well. Um, I think he's doing a better job this last game, you know, knowing where to go with the football a little bit quicker. And uh, just like any, any you know, high-drafted rookie, there's going to be some learning that you see. Some games he doesn't look as good as other games, but this guy's a very talented guy. I mean, he can make all the throws. He's mobile. Um, he He's going to be a big-time challenge. All right, That's your sound from the locker room, giving you a sense of what's been happening here at the NovaCare Complex the last couple of days. All right, let's get into the interviews. One-on-ones, exclusives. You get them here on the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. First up, running back Miles Sanders, hopeful to play Sunday against the Jets. We welcome in running back Miles Sanders to the Eagles Insider Podcast. Miles, good to see you. Uh, first question is an obvious one. How's the health? How are you feeling?
2: Uh, I'm good. feel pretty good. You know, it's pretty day-to-day, Um, you know, with my ankle and, and foot, so uh feel good today. I'm going to be practicing and, you know, just taking it day by day.
1: I hear you. That's kind of the way it is with this long season for everybody. We'll get into that in just a minute. I wonder, what was it like for you on Sunday? You had such great success, nine carries, 64 yards, getting to and through the hole. It was a really productive performance. And then you hurt the ankle and you're sitting there watching on the sidelines during this tough game And I wonder what we know what it's like as fans watching the game. What's it like for you?
2: Um you, I'll be lying if I say it. it's not frustrating, you know, um, but uh, what, what had me at ease was you know, you got you got Boston out there and, and Kenny like I said, I'm going I'm gonna harp on the the type of room that we have because uh, one I'm, I'm not that type of player and um, they make me better every day, and and I know what they can do when they're out there. So when if I go down, then I'm not I'm not mad or I'm a little frustrated because I definitely won't be out there. But it's not a it's not like a selfish feeling, you know. I'm just just happy that they out there getting the job done too. So, but um, yeah, that's about
1: it. You've never been selfish. You've always given credit. You've always really cheered on the rest of the running back room. Has that been your kind of approach always?
2: Always, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you can. Really ask anybody uh, for me growing up, you know. um, Never been that type of guy. I'm a team player. All all I really care about is winning, you know, and as long as we do that. uh, I I don't care if I don't play at at all, but if I give my little (laughs) little two plays in, and and it is what it is, and, you know, I feel like I'm part of the win. As long as we win, I'm cool.
1: When you were at Penn State um, and you weren't getting used a lot, I mean, was that, so that wasn't really frustrating for you even back then? Oh, definitely,
2: definitely, definitely. But at the end of the day, you got Saquon Barkley in front of me, you know. So if anybody's gonna be in front of me, it might as well be him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder, Miles, how important is it for you here, um, not only on Sunday but for the rest of the way, to get into a rhythm and to stay into the rhythm for your for your performance from a performance standpoint.
2: Um, for me to get into a rhythm, uh, just uh, I don't know. I just really he's talking about four for a game, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, really, you seem like you're actually really good at like. If you miss a game, you come right back, and you're in the rhythm almost instantly. And I, it's very unusual to see a running back do that.
2: Yeah, I have to. It's, it's more like a, it's more of a mental thing, I think, because um, you know, you, when you come back, especially for the three the three weeks I was out, you know, I was just thinking about like, how am I going to be when I come back? You know, three weeks of of uh, no ball, no fast pace. You know, real football is is going to play a part, you know, in the middle of a season. So, I was I was definitely kind of ro- a little worried, but uh it was all mental, you know. Um I really just wanted to leave leave off where I picked like picked up where I left off really. And um yeah, and that's that's really what it was, you know. Uh shook a little rust off and, and just got right back to it.
1: It's pretty amazing. Hey, I wonder what it's like in the locker room. There's obviously a lot to play for. Um how would you describe the sense of purpose with this football team right now?
2: Uh just I think we're we're 10 times more locked in right now. Uh you know uh last week was a tough one, a real real tough one and the fact that it was a division opponent is makes it even more tough. So and knowing what we got in front of us is taking it one week at a time and just take advantage of what we have, you know. Uh we have the Justice week, uh have a chance to go back to met life and you know kind of redeem ourselves or whatever. But uh just going to start from there, start be one and know, uh have a bye week next week, get a Get everybody back, you know, uh, healthy and back uh, somewhat, back to 100%, and then go on this last four games, which is going to make or break our season. So.
1: It, it really does uh, kind of give you a thought that, hey, 2019 wasn't that long ago. Eagles lose in Miami, which was a tough loss, mm-hmm. and then come back and win the rest of the games. Do you feel that there's some parallels to that season? Absolutely, absolutely.
2: But, you know, I hope history repeats itself, but like I said, right. uh we're just going to take it one game at a time, one day at a time, you know, start with today, have a great practice, and um, just just try to win the week and, and go out Sunday and, and ball out.
1: The running game has become obviously a huge part of the offense. I, I, do you feel like you can run the ball on any defense in this league?
2: Absolutely. Um, I think what we had 250 last week uh, again, um, and the O-line loves it. The type, I think the type of O-line that we have, um, I think we can definitely run it against anybody, any time. Uh, whenever we want, uh, and I, we we established that for the last four to five weeks. So,
1: is it a mentality? Is it uh, talent? Is it a combination?
2: Uh, it's a combination of, of everything. If ever, whatever Coach Stout says uh, it's someone giving up of their, their selves for the other person, you know, and that's that's really what it is between the O line, uh, tight ends, uh, running backs, and, and receivers. And the receivers play a big part into it too. You know, uh, blocking and and a, on a perimeter and two and open that up for us. But uh, yeah, it's just giving giving yourself up for someone else on your on your team and you know, just trusting one another that they're gonna get the job done next to you. And then when everybody does that, then the play just, it's a beautiful play.
1: It really is, It's so it's been working so well. I mean, no matter who has the football, there are holes you guys are getting to and through. It's been really wonderful to see. So that leads to this chicken and the egg, or chicken or the egg question. Does a running back make the offensive line great? Does the offensive, or does the offensive line make a running back great? Or is it just not that clear? Is it not that clear? Oh, right?
2: I'm not going. I'm not going to answer that. I'm not okay. going. to, Nope, nope, nope. I think it's collective. Okay, well, that's that's the answer. That's the <laughs> yeah, answer. It's, it's collective. It's collective for I sure. I mean, but do you
1: feel do you feel for great running backs around the league that you know that you're friends with, and they're they're just whatever reason the offensive line just doesn't have it together? I mean, without an offensive line. I would think you can't be a great running back.
2: Well, I think it's if, if your offensive line's not that good, then the running backs, you know, miss tackles is is up <laughs> more yeah. higher than usual. But um, I don't. That's not the case with us. Uh, our, our line loves running the ball. They love uh, bullying people. They love grinding people out the line of scrimmage. They love moving, replacing, whatever. They love manhandling people and running the ball down defenses, though, especially number one defense or whatever. You know they they just love that, and that's their that's their strength right now.
1: Miles, earlier in the season it was tough with this football team, uh, new coach, young quarterback, a lot of new pieces. It's turned around. I wonder why you think that. Why you think that's the case?
2: Um, you know, um, when you have a team with uh, a lot of young young uh, talent, and you know this coaching staff is young, and this is the first year too, so uh, we're all figuring it out, and we got to a point where we just legit trust each other you know that we we're all figuring it out and what i love about coach Sirianni is he he listens to us um he sees what's wrong um and he 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 wants to correct it cuz at the end of the day he wants to win too and that's what i love about him is that the fact that he just listens you know and if running the ball is the best thing that we can do right now that's what we're going to do and that's what that's what's been winning us games so and I love it. I love where we're at, and the sky's the limit, literally. We're, we just keep doing this. Wins and losses, no matter what. We don't even look at the losses as losses, we look at them as, as lessons, and we come back firing the next game. Uh, so that's what I love about this team right now.
1: And that is the task on Sunday against the Jets. What is different about football in December in the NFL as opposed to September? Are the games different? Is the intensity level different?
2: Uh, yes, because you're now you're playing teams where they found kind of found their identity, you know They've been playing playing with each other uh, throughout the season So they kind of have a gist of you know how to you know Be on the same page they have their certain plays already that they that's been working, you know ha- have certain game plans you know, that's that's solidified and, and tight and, and it's playoff football right now and you know it get cold <laughs> and uh it's just more difficult because everybody's more tight and, you know, everybody, every team's not really figuring it out, you know, and they're kind of just on it, on everything. You just got to play your best ball now from from now on.
1: The stakes are certainly very high. Last one, Miles, for you. So on Saturday at two o'clock or whatever, you're going to get on the bus, you're going to head back up the turnpike, you're going to go, wow, wait, we just did this. Will it be at all weird, unusual, strange to check into the same hotel, do the same routine that you did last week? Uh, I, I think it will only be weird if I had the exact
2: same room <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. But uh, no, uh, I don't think it's gonna be weird. Uh, this will be our third time up there because uh, we had them for for joint practice and then we play in New York, so um, I Don't know man. Uh, I don't think it'll be weird. It's just we just gotta get
1: this W. Yeah, how did you How's the Jets defense? It's a, it's a new group. I mean, I know they're pretty good up front. What, what have they done? Well, uh, they're, they're just
2: very aggressive. They play hard. They play really hard, and they have a, they do a lot of things with their D line. Their D line is their strength, in my opinion. And they do a lot of games and just trying to figure out how to handle that and you know call the right plays in certain situations. You know they like to bring pressure on, on third down too. So um, yeah, we're just going to try to attack them and you know take what they give us.
1: Let's take a let's take a victory against the New York Jets on Sunday. Miles Sanders, Eagles running back. Thank you so much. Have a great day of practice today. Hope you're out there on Sunday ripping it up and getting the Eagles a win, and then you can enjoy a couple days off for this very late bye week. Miles Sanders, thanks so much for joining the podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Take care. Take care, man. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Hasn't been easy for him. Ten catches as a rookie, four catches in his second year, and then zero for the Eagles in 2021 until the Saints game. When he had that big 23-yard catch to help win that game, to ice that victory... Last week against the Giants, another one, 13 yards, a first down catch and run. J.J. Ortega Whiteside, great attitude, great persistence, perseverance, uh, interesting, interesting journey that he's taken, and he was only so willing to share it with me. J.J., um, I, I, let's start with your attitude and, and what it's been like and, and what you've come to the office with every day through these years when I'm sure it hasn't played out exactly kind of the way you thought it would after you got drafted. What's been your daily approach?
3: Uh, I mean, you know, my approach uh, before was, you know, you come in and you get drafted, you want to make all the catches, all the touchdowns. um, But, you know, like sometimes things don't work out as you plan, as everybody knows. Um, So, I mean, this year I just came, you know, every day just wanted to get better every day, Uh, be, be a better player, better person than I was the day before. Um, and ultimately ultimately, just help this team win games. Um, you know, not worry about the catches, not worry about the yards, not worry about the touchdowns, worry about what I need to do to help this team win, whether if it's making tackles, playing special teams, making blocks, or making touchdowns. Whatever the team needs me to do is what, I, is what I'm willing to do, and no, no task is too big or too small.
1: Was it difficult to come to that kind of that
3: understanding that that's the right attitude to take? Uh, no, because once I realized that was – that attitude was what you know i needed this year i realized like that was the attitude i needed to come in with from the beginning um and come in knowing like okay you know you you you, i want the catches i want the touchdowns but at the end of the day like nobody's happy if 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 we're not winning so um i wanted that's ultimately what i want to do is just help the team win and um i wish i would have came in with that attitude um but you know sometimes it takes a while to figure things out and and you know once i figured it out it was you know, whatever they ask me to do, I'm going to do. And I'm going to do the best I can and then build off of that. What added, How would you
1: describe the attitude you had prior to this year?
3: I mean, you know, just as every receiver in the world probably has, is they want the ball, they want the catches, they want the yards, they want the touchdowns. Um, and I still want that, you know. But at the same time, um, I want to win games too. And I want to help the team win games. And I think that's more important to me now than it was before. And I, I guess that's what I'm, you know, kind of hinting at when I, when I say, you know, my, my perspective kind of changed. As you look back,
1: why do you think you didn't have the opportunity to get the catches and the touchdowns and all the big plays? Uh,
3: I mean, you know, some things that are in your control, um, I definitely could have done better. Um, I always feel like I can do better. So I'll say that first and foremost, but some things are out of your control. And um, I think I was harping on the things that wasn't in my control um, and that affected the things that I could control. So um, that And that was another thing I came in this year with. It's just, you know, not even worrying about the things I can't control. Just go out there. You know, what I can control is going 100% every play, um, doing what they asked me to do, showing up early, um, bringing a positive attitude. Um, and that's what I've just been doing.
1: Are you seeing the results? I mean, we certainly are as we watch the games and you're making plays, you're getting opportunities. Are you are you realizing the results of having this right attitude?
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the mindset is, is the biggest thing overall for an athlete and, I think the biggest thing um this year was definitely like enjoying playing football, you know. We're not we're not promised tomorrow, we're not promised the next year, we're not promised anything in in this sport um other than you know the day that you're that you're living in. So um attack that day and and enjoy it and have fun doing it. Um you know, I think I harped on the things that like I said earlier like the things that I can't control and that's not fun, you know. Um, but controlling the things that you can control is because you know for a fact that only you know if you if you did the best that you could that day um and I'd rather have it like that than worry about things that I I can have no control about what's it been
1: like the last couple of weeks JJ big catch against New Orleans late in the game big play against the Giants on Sunday how good did it feel
3: oh it felt great um I'm not gonna lie you know making catches and and getting yards and getting first downs and touchdowns for for the team like that's you know what I grew up wanting to do and and loving to do, but I also found love in in just helping the team win, Uh, special teams, and, you know, making blocks. Like, you know, I've kind of just become this guy that, you know, whenever I'm on the field, like, you know, expect a big block coming, and, you know, I didn't plan for that, but, you know, now that that I've kind of fell into that role, you know, I embrace it, and I have fun doing that as well. So, um, you know, that's kind of what I've been harping is whatever they ask me to do, I want to do it to the best that I can. Do you feel
1: that the coaches... And if I'm saying this and you take offense, please don't. But do you feel like the coaches trust you more because you've had opportunities to make plays and you've delivered?
3: Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, trust. I think uh, that's another thing, too. You know, we got a new coaching staff um, and everybody started off with a clean slate. And it was like, you know, you got to you got to earn our trust. And I think I definitely earned it. It was not given. Um, and that's the best part about it is you know you never want to be given anything in life you want to be be able to earn it and i think i definitely earned their trust and i think week by week i'm earning it a little more and a little more um but you know at the end of the day whatever they have planned for me to do i know it's the best for the team and um i'll embrace it
1: are you at the point jj where you're kind of going hey man look i'm I'm making plays like give me more give me more give me more
3: it's easy to be like that um you know it's easy to, to, to transfer your mind to say all right i got one catch let me get two catches now let me get three catches now um but at the end of the day, like I kind of just take a step back and say, hey, you know, did you enjoy today? Did you did you take advantage of every opportunity that you had today? Um, and that keeps me focused and keeps me based um, because, I mean, you know, it's, when, you, when you start focusing on that kind of stuff, that's when it, that's when it doesn't happen. You know, when you focus on, all right, can I get another play in? Can I get another pass? Can I, na- can I get another catch? That's when you start focusing on the things you can't control. Um, but what I can control is whenever I'm, I am on the field is to do the best that I can. So... It's easy to, to, to transfer your mind to start, you know, wanting that because at the end of the day, we are we're here because we are, you know, we want the ball. We, we, we want to be that guy. That's why we're all here. But at the same time, um, like I've been saying, you know, I, I just want to do whatever is best for the team um, and enjoy doing it. You do
1: know that, like, if you had taken the wrong attitude, you and it's happened to a lot of guys, you could be out of the league, right? Like, is that and how did you get to that point? How did you get to this mature point where you're taking the positive attitude all the time?
3: I mean, you know, sometimes you got to get knocked down to realize you got to change some things in your life, um, change your perspective, change your attitude. Um, I've had a great, you know, family uh, to help me through the process, Uh, great friends, um, great agents, great teammates. Uh, I mean, you know, some of the guys on the team have been through what I've been through, and they're still here, you know, five, six, seven years later. So, um, you know, it's it's just, you know, it's either you fold or you get back up and you keep going. And uh, folding is definitely something I never will do, never been, Talk to do so um, no matter what you know I still get back up and keep going. How do you feel you are as a receiver how much you've developed through the years? Uh, definitely getting better um, every year uh, every week every day uh, and now having you know a head coach that's very wide receiver minded um, he keeps us on our details and um, he makes sure nothing, nothing slips by us so you know you, you got to show up every day ready to work and ready to get better because if you don't he's going to know and you definitely don't want to uh, be on the wrong side of a coach especially when he specializes in your position um, but at the same time you know he's very helpful um, and he knows he understands the game a lot so he's very intuitive and in, and in what you see and what he sees and very understanding and so if you make a mistake he understands why you made it um, and you know at the end of the day we're all trying to get better in this building so we just all feed off each other.
1: Do you look back at all to the first couple of years and, and think about things or, or, or have you processed all that out?
3: Yeah, I definitely look back at, you know, things the last couple of years. And, you know, the more I think about it, the more I'm um, kind of I'm kind of disappointed in how I handle things. And, you know, especially like like I said earlier, like the things you can't control, how much attention I pay to that kind of stuff. Um, and obviously, you know, worrying about the statistics, worrying about the catches, the yards, the touchdowns. Like I want all that, too. But. At the end of the day um you know that's not what's important at the end of the day what's important is if you win or lose and I'd rather be on the side of I'm helping my team win instead of I want the catches and touchdowns and yards because I think I think everybody in Philadelphia would love a win more than individual statistics
1: how did you become such a good player on teams and doing the little things the blocking well they're not little things but the dirty things the physical play the blocking stuff that you probably never been asked to do in your entire career
3: Oh, I mean, you know, my, my parents were, were uh, coaches, basketball coaches, and a lot of the things they taught me how to do on the basketball court and something that they always told me was if that, if that shot's not falling in, you can always work your butt off on defense. You can always get all the rebounds. You can always get all the steals. And that's kind of what I, how I take it is, you know, you may not get any catches. You may not get any targets. You may not get any yards. But one thing for sure is that you're going to have an opportunity to block somebody, so you better block them. You may have an opportunity to make a tackle, so you may or make the tackle. You know, if you better – you know have you have a role you better fulfill it um and then the shots will start to fall are you of the mindset then that the best is still
1: to come for J.J. Ortega Whiteside
3: yeah definitely definitely I mean I, I I think we're just scratching the surface here um you know and and that's this this is the same mindset I had at Stanford um I struggled at first and then I realized like you know let me just be the best blocker out there let me be the best special teamer out there let me be the best at everything but catching and and route running because that will come um eventually and um, and that's kind of the same mindset I've I've taken this year, and it's kind of it's kind of worked out, and I'm excited to see you know how we progress from here.
1: Do you have any sense at all as we talk on late Wednesday afternoon that you'll be you'll get your number called more in the week to come, the weeks after that to come?
3: Uh, you know I, I want to, but it's those those decisions run up to me. Um, but when when my number is called, I will be ready. Um, but you know at the end of the day, I'd rather help this team win than to get my number called if 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 I had to choose one or the other. Um, i'd love to do both <laughs> i'd love to have this team win and get my number called but you know like i said i got, i'd rather do what they asked me to do and do it to the best that i can and enjoy doing it uh one other thing
1: here jj uh this weekend is my cleat to my cause and your susan komen foundation i wonder why you picked that and, and what's the significance there
3: so my mom had breast cancer um she had stage 3b which a lot of people um don't ever come back from uh she uh she survived it, um, and she was given very low odds to, to live, and if she did live, not, not live very long, um, she's still with us today. Um, and that foundation is just like a representation of that fight that's going on with a lot of women in the country, um, and they they definitely support you, help you, you know, any questions you have because you will, you will have a lot of questions. You know, you don't realize what you need and what you're trying to figure out until it happens to you or something, somebody close to you. Um, and that was, just, that was just a foundation that you could always lean on um, that was like a big influence in our family and you know you could always expect me to wear pink in October um, and definitely all year round if I need to uh, to support the cause so that was a big big foundation for us. How old were you when that happened? I was just starting high school oh, man, It's a really um,
1: tough age for your mom to go through that
3: Yeah she was very young and um, I had just started high school uh, and I def- that definitely made me mature and, and grow up quickly um, because I had to take a load of you know, basically being a, 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 a the man of the house and, and helping my family, helping my little brother who was just, you know, starting to go to school, helping her, and my dad was working 12-hour shifts, so it made me, made me grow up very quickly um, and realize what I need to do and where I need to go um, to help them as much as I can. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. We will see just
1: how key Sanders and Arthega Whiteside are on Sunday, still young, only in their third NFL season's as the Eagles look to beat the Jets and get to this bye week (sighs) and take a deep breath and rest. Make sure you're with me in the post-game portion. On Sunday, our Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group, returns with the Instant Reaction Podcast. Thanks to Peter Kelly, Julie McLaughlin, Ray Doyle for their work on this podcast. Thanks to all of you for joining us each and every episode. If you have a moment to give us a review... We love the five stars. The people upstairs actually pay attention to that. So if you have a moment to click on that link in the details section of the podcast library, much thanks. Thanks for joining, everyone. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadero. It's the Eagles and the Jets, one o'clock on Sunday at MetLife Stadium. Make sure you're with us. Our full coverage begins at 1210. It's the Eagles kickoff show presented by Exalta on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. On our, on our official app, on our social media channels, 1210, 12, 1210, 12, 1210. 12, and then they're live with the post game show presented by Rico immediately after the game. Thanks for joining everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. Fly, Eagles, fly, and go birds!
2: E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!